Hello, welcome to Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Off-season episode one, season in review. Follow me on Instagram at Burning Springs. Email unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com. The inbox is still open. Considering filtering everything to the trash again. So get in while you can. UnreasonableDoubtWV at gmail.com. Facebook, you know. If you haven't deleted your Facebook profile, there's a podcast page there for Unreasonable Doubt. Find it. Blue thumb it. Follow along there. West Virginia's season ended last weekend against Villanova. Successful season. West Virginia went 26-11. and 11. So let's take a look back at the 2017-18 season and give out some awards. In honor of my favorite player, Cam Thurman, let's call these awards the Cammies. So we got six categories for Cammies. The first category, we'll get right to it, best feeling after the game. The nominees are the Missouri game. Back in November, West Virginia came back from down 16 to beat Missouri 83-79. Carter made a three in the last minute to win the game. Virginia. That game was in December in Morgantown. West Virginia beat Virginia 68-61. We know at the end of the season that that was only one of three Virginia losses. And then the first game West Virginia played against Oklahoma in January, 89-76 victory, catapulted West Virginia to a number two ranking in the polls. They haven't done that since Jerry West was on the team. Javon Carter owning Trey Young. And peak Teddy Allen performance in the Oklahoma game. He scored 20 points. And so the winner of the Cami for best feeling after a game was the Oklahoma game. It was the best. West Virginia was on a winning streak. They won one more after the Oklahoma games. To a, think, I, I think they won 14 or 15 in a row. But that Oklahoma game with all the hype, Trey Young versus Javon Carter, Carter stole the ball from him early in the game, picked on him, made him seem human, and then other teams played Trey Young like West Virginia did. That was the best feeling after a game for me. If you disagree with the Cammies, shoot me an email or get or let me know on Instagram or Facebook. Let's move on to the next category. Worst feeling after a game. <laughs> West Virginia, West Virginia, in their 11 losses, blew a lot of second-half leads. So it's hard to narrow this one down. The nominees for this one are the Pick-A-Kansas game. Any of the three, the second of the Kansas games was the worst feeling for me. Blown second-half lead. West Virginia only shot two free throws, which is, no matter how passive you are, it's hard to ha- to shoot only two free throws in a game. Peak angriest Huggins. The Marist game. <laughs> it's a nominee for worst feeling. Yes, West Virginia won that game 84-78, but it was a tie game with 
less than six minutes left. West Virginia had to make free throws late to win. West Virginia shot 38 threes against a terrible Marist team. Did I mention that Marist was terrible? They didn't have any victories at that point in November in the AdvoCare tournament. They ended the season 6-25. and So this was a bad team, and West Virginia almost lost to Marist. And then another nominee, Kentucky. West Virginia lost to Kentucky in Morgantown, 83-76. Blew their largest lead in the second half, a 17-point lead. And children, and Kentucky has children on their team. Those children who are very talented at basketball, it was the only team that bullied West Virginia around. Picked on them, blocking shots, out-rebounded West Virginia, out-toughed them. It was a tough pill to swallow. And so the winner for worst feeling after a game, the Cami goes to the Kentucky game. It was in the middle of one of West Virginia's small losing streaks. I believe they lost three in a row. It was it was a tough pill to swallow, um, especially because West Virginia had that 17-point lead. <laughs> So that's always rough. Third category. Most exciting moment of the season. The nominees are Sagabakanate blocking Marcus Garrett in the home game against Kansas. Really, there was a bunch of exciting moments involving Kanate in that first half against Kansas. You could argue the Mikhailuk block where he was waiting on him and and blocked it with one hand. But the block against Marcus Garrett was the volleyball block. that The two-handed block, it was amazing. Another nominee, Javon Carter made a shot from behind half court in the first game of the Big 12 tournament against Baylor. Very exciting. Buzzer beater at the end of the first half. Looked very similar to the Buddy Hill shot that didn't count against West Virginia in the Big 12 tournament a couple of years ago. Always exciting to see a shot from long distance made, especially in a tournament game. And then another nominee, Lamont West in the game at Oklahoma. In the first half, Lamont West made five consecutive three-point shots. And that is always exciting. The heat check moment. West was kind of struggling before that, came in that game and really made his mark and really helped West Virginia win that game in Oklahoma. And so the winner of the most exciting moment of the 2017-18 season is lovable knucklehead Sagabakanate with the two-handed block. Congrats to Sagaba for that Cami Award. More awards coming up. The Technical Cami Awards were given out at a private ceremony two days ago at the Beckley Armory. Some of the award winners from that Technical Awards ceremony, Best Shoes of the Year, went to Teddy Allen's Air Mardi Gras. I don't know if that's the official name of the shoe. It looked like two totally different shoes. 
But congrats to Teddy Allen's shoes. Worst uniforms worn by West Virginia. The gray camouflage uniforms at the, in the first Texas A&M game. Gray camouflage is not a thing. So those won fairly easily, I've heard. Most unintentional comedy by an ESPN person during a West Virginia game goes to Fran Fraschilla. Fran Fraschilla? From his hosting the match game to coaching Disney characters in the Advocare tournament, Fran gave a lot. And he was going for intentional comedy, but it worked for me on the unintentional scale. So congrats to Fran. The award for least listened to episode of Unreasonable Doubt was the second Iowa State game. (laughs) West Virginia won that game, but nobody cared. No, No real passion for Cyclones talk. And this is unprecedented. And of course, all these awards are unprecedented because it's the first annual. Uh, Most listened to episode of Unreasonable Doubt. There's a four-way tie. The first episode, the Texas A&M game. The first Oklahoma game. The second round NCAA matchup against Marshall. And the most recent episode, West Virginia's loss to Villanova in the Sweet 16. So four-way tie for most listened to episodes of Unreasonable Doubt. Congratulations to all the technical award winners. Now let's get to the last three categories. These are individual categories for Cammies. Rookie of the Year. This was fairly easy. You have some nominees. You have Wesley Harris. You have D'Angelo Hunter, who has requested a transfer and was granted that. He, will, he won't be on the team next year. But hands down, the winner for Rookie of the Year, aggressive, freshman, neck tattoo, Teddy Allen. Inconsistent, but he was a freshman. But his highs were fantastic. His demeanor on the court is amazing. His rapport with Bob Huggins is is something to watch as he progresses in his career. The future of the Mountaineers program. I love him. He's my favorite player. Teddy Allen, congratulations on winning the first annual Cami Rookie of the Year. The most improved player... This is another fairly easy one. You have some nominees. Logan Rout, big improvement from freshman to sophomore. Went from walk-on to playing substantial minutes and backing up Sagabacanate and had his share of blocks. Uh, Beetle Bolden, strong sophomore year. Shot the three ball well. Improved dramatically on the defensive end. And really showed himself as a as a strong ball handler. He'll be playing point and starting next year, most likely. But the winner, hands down, and this is another easy one, the first annual Cami 
for most improved player goes to the lovable knucklehead Sagabacanate. Amazing improvement in everything. Rebounding. The jump shot was improved. His post-game. West Virginia was running plays to get the ball to Sagabacanate. And the Huggins feeling comfortable that that Kanate was going to make a shot on a post-up. And hitting that right-handed hook. I don't know what you call that but improved in every way, and even his blocking improved and defense improved from last year. So congratulations to Sagabacanate most improved. And the final individual Cami Award, most valuable player for the West Virginia team. There's no other nominees. It's Javon Carter. We knew... From the beginning of the year that the team was going to ride with how well Javon Carter played. And he had a great season. Capped off a great career for West Virginia. Left the school with the steals. Uh, the steals number, most steals by a West Virginia player. Top five in assists. Scored over a thousand points. Underappreciated, I believe. We'll we'll look five, ten years down the road, and we'll and we'll feel it next season. The the loss of Javon Carter from this team, but congratulations! What a great year. Second team All American. We found out a couple days ago, joining the ranks of Kevin Jones and Deshaun Butler in the last eight years as West Virginia players making an All American second team. So congratulations, Javon Carter. Going to miss you, buddy. MVP of the Mountaineers this season. Final thoughts coming up after this commercial. A new sponsor for Unreasonable Doubt. A big thank you to our newest sponsor here at Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. Are your knives getting dull? Do you need to protect your smartphone? Well, now you can kill two birds with literally one stone. Introducing the Phone Sharpener Phone Case. Made with the finest in Japanese water stones and weighing in at a little under 5 pounds, the Phone Sharpener Phone Case can sharpen anything on the back of your smartphone device. Knives, scissors, lawnmower blades, even machetes can be sharpened while preserving the computer that knows the most about you in the world. Yes, it covers your rear-facing camera completely, but don't worry. There's a camera on the front of the phone. Use that one. Buying a phone case can cost over $100. Buying a knife sharpener can cost over $3,000. But you can buy the phone sharpener phone case for only $89.99. And I have a special deal for you. By listening to Unreasonable Doubt, go to phonesharpener.knife slash unreasonable doubt and receive a 15% discount when you buy two phone sharpeners on the website. This case fits all Blackberries, Nokias, and Qualcomm phones. Again, for that 15% discount, visit phonesharpener.knife slash unreasonable doubt. Phone sharpener, the real cutting edge. A portable technology.
Final thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Let's look back at the final four predictions made by me and the guest in the Bracket Talk series. Who who people predicted to make it to the final four and were those predictions correct? I was the worst. That is not surprising. I went 0 for 4 in my final four predictions. I did guess Loyola Chicago was going to have a good run. I had them making it to the Elite Eight. So they've made it to the Final Four. I'll be rooting for the Ramblers. Kevin Touch had one prediction correct. He had Kansas in the Final Four. Neil Stone had two correct. He had Michigan and Villanova. And congratulations to Jeff Chappelle. He had three right of the Final Four teams. He picked Michigan, Villanova, and Kansas. So congrats to Jeff. It's not a contest, but if it was, you won, buddy. So congratulations. Your analysis proved correct. Who's going to win the next three games? I think Michigan's going to beat Loyola Chicago. I don't know who's going to win the Villanova-Kansas game, but whoever wins that game, I think, is going to win the national championship. Villanova looked very good against West Virginia. They looked very good against Texas Tech. Uh, They'll have to be a third Big 12 team in a row to get to the championship game. It's going to be a tough one, but I think they can do it. And I'm going to pick Villanova to be the national champion for this year. It'll be fun. The final four games are on Saturday. The national championship's on Monday in San Antonio. So we'll be watching that and we'll talk about that on the next episode of Unreasonable Doubt. I'm going to post these in the offseason every Friday morning. So be on the lookout. I thank you in advance for continuing to listen to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Listen on Anchor. Download the Anchor app. Hey, I'm talking into my phone and it's that easy to make a podcast. So if you're interested in doing a podcast... Download the Anchor app. It's really easy to set up. And you can do this too. And tell me if you start one and I'll listen to it. I look forward to hearing new people all the time. You can also listen to this on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. If you do that, subscribe, rate the podcast five stars, leave a review. I heard those are nice things to do. You can also listen on anchor.fm slash unreasonable doubt. Until next week, I'm Josh Witt. West Virginia finished the season 26 and 11.